Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today's topic is going to be favorite foods. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. So the structure of today's show is going to be uh, some social media feedback. We'll get into a little bit of science. Science. And then I'll go directly into my commentary after that. This one's going to be a very opinionated episode based off of something that just came to me the other day. But uh, that will be the basis of this show. So a little bit of the social media feedback that I got based off of the question that I asked in the Your Food Looks Funny group on Facebook. The question was, what is your favorite food and how long did it take you to come up with that answer? I asked these things specifically the way that I asked them because I wanted to know not only what your favorite food was, but how long did it take you to narrow down that answer? Because with me the other day, I'll give you this point of reference. Somebody asked me, which people often do, they'll ask me either what my favorite food is to eat or what my favorite food is to cook. Neither one of those is a a solid answer for me, and I'll get more into that in the commentary later but right now we're just focused on the social media feedback of what is your favorite food and how long did it take you to come up with that answer I got uh, maybe 25 comments based off of this the the winner there was no tie the winner was pizza and I'm gonna do a whole episode based off of pizza I want to do the battle of uh, Chicago Detroit and New York so if anybody's interested in doing that episode, please send me a message on yourfoodlooksfunny.com on the contact page. But like I said, the winner was pizza. The second place finisher was steak. And in third place tied was fried chicken and uh, whatever I feel like eating that day. And, and that was my answer, but I digress. So the overwhelming winner was pizza. And a lot of people also said that it did not take them long to come up with these answers. A few seconds or less for most people. Uh, A couple people went back and forth on their actual decision, but for the most part, a few seconds. And it could take me a year to come up with a favorite food. And by the time I came up with that favorite food, it probably changed right after my decision. But based off the social media answers that I got off of this, pizza was the favorite and people came up with this answer quickly. Diving into the science Science, behind this, which will help me transition into later, but people pick foods, again, that they're familiar with. And I've talked about this in episode two, when to try new food, and episode three of your family's food not being as good as you think it is. These things tie into your environment. So what you were raised on, what you ate a lot of, basically what your taste buds and your smelling gravitated to to tell your brain to like, that's what you like. And I was just reading a couple of articles based off of this. And one of the articles said that every person has a unique sense of smell. So there are certain things that you may smell that others don't. And I reference smell because your taste is heavily influenced by the smells that you um, perceive while eating. So while eating, 
something with a sour taste to it, you may smell more strongly whatever that smell is. It might be unappealing to you, but to another person, they don't get that same response by the time the smell hits their nose and is processed in their brain. It may be more attractive. And again, I referenced this on episodes two and three on trying new food and your family's food, but I don't know if a lot of people take this into consideration that everybody is different. Just because we're all humans doesn't mean that we're all going to gravitate towards the same taste. So the fried chicken that you love or the pizza that you love may not be the next person's favorite. It may be their last thing that they want to eat. But this is all scientific and genetic responses to what your body has been programmed to do. Another one of those articles referenced what you were exposed to in the womb during your mother's pregnancy. So if they ate a lot of the same foods, sometimes you will gravitate towards those foods or something similar that triggered a genetic response and it got into a lot more scientific stuff that I just don't have it in me to talk about right now. But you get the general idea of just because you like it doesn't mean someone else likes it. And that's a lot of reference back to previous episodes, but where I want to hone in more on this subject is it's okay to not have a favorite food. And that's where I'll start getting into more of my opinions on this subject. Here we go. It's based off of me getting these questions of what is my favorite food and what is my favorite food to cook. It's just like asking me what my favorite song is. Or what my favorite movie is. And people have those favorites too. And I'm sure if I asked, people would give me those answers similar in similar quickness to how they did with what their favorite food is. But picking a favorite song or a favorite movie for me, it just doesn't work. It, it just is based off of what my feeling is at the time. You know, some days it might be uh, major pain for my movie other days it might be Talladega Nights it might be something action like uh, you know an Avengers but it just depends on what mood I'm in in order to pick it and the same thing goes along for my food you know I loved meatloaf growing up and my dad's nickname I ironically is meatloaf um, but I think I love making it but other days I might not feel like making it you know, other days I might not feel like eating it. It just depends on what mood I'm in for food that day. Same thing with pizza. The The number one answer in the social media question of what is your favorite food? Pizza one. And I think it's just because it's such a well-rounded dish. And another thing that I forgot to mention in the science part of this was humans will gravitate towards sweet items simply because of the energy levels that it uh, generates for your body so things uh, that have sweet taste or smell to them and people will also gravitate to salty and fatty foods based off of the nutrients minerals that they also provide so that's right up pizza's alley in that regard and uh, on the the converse end of that spectrum people will not like things that smell sour or have a very pungent aroma because genetically we're programmed to avoid things that could possibly be poisonous. So normally poisonous items 
will give off a uh, a pungent aroma or we won't be attracted to that smell again which affects our taste which means we probably won't like it as much as you age into adulthood and you start to taste more items you might gravitate towards these things but they will have already been vetted by people in order to ensure that they are safe to eat and most of these things now create a balance of taste that we've developed to like over time sweet and sour you know salty and sweet you'll see many products in stores that use these flavor profiles in order to attract those type of eaters who like those balance of taste that didn't necessarily go together and now you'll notice that pop tarts chips pringles everybody has some odd flavor combination that they're putting out you know cheez it's does the duos where they put two different things in the same box people are playing off of your taste buds taste buds have come a long way remember when uh, remember when vanilla and chocolate was like a heated debate on flavor vanilla and chocolate are now just like a base they're a starting point for many favorites there you can get so specific on your favorites now that nobody can possibly match up with the exact favorite that you have the way society has driven the amount of flavors that there are in so many different kinds of foods so when you look into what your favorite flavor of ice cream is it may be you know some six name version of something that you like and somebody else likes a six name version of something else it's like creating a quadratic equation of flavor in one thing how many different flavors of potato chips do we need people i mean i appreciate it but after a while you just you just don't differentiate that many tastes and I, like i said back in episode three your taste buds diminish as you get older. So you'll start off with 10,000 when you're young and you may end up with 5,000 when you're older. So that uh, pickle fried chicken ranch blue cheese flavored chip that you now trying to eat, you may only taste one of them flavors by the time you hit 40. And I don't want to discourage anybody from tasting this stuff, but my God, how many how many things do you need? in a certain flavor and I you know I love certain things that that go overboard because that's my version of cooking but after a while it's just like how many names do you need on stuff simplify it for me people less is best less is best keep it simple uh, but back to the point of having a favorite food I don't have one that's plain and simple this is about me right now People can be picky about what they like to eat. I was very picky as a child. If you ask me what my favorite food was when I was a kid, it was definitely steak. Steak, mashed potatoes, and corn. You couldn't go wrong with that meal for me. Steak it is. But as I've gotten older, there are so many other things that can just top steak. You know, steak was just like the luxury cream of the crop back when I was coming up. You eating steak, you eating good. And now there are 50 different kinds of steak that you can have. You know, the world is individualized. The world has been branded in the past 20, 30 years. And it's not just about steak now. It's about what kind of steak? Is it a ribeye? Is it a T-bone? You know, is it a Wagyu? Is it a, you know, what grade? What cut? You know, what is it? It used to just be like prime choice meat back in the day and now you need to know where it came from was it grass-fed you know is it organic it's so much that goes into your food now 
that isn't just about what it is. It's about where it came from, how it got to you. You know, what was the last name of the cow that was used to produce that steak? Did he have any any royalty in his family? Come on. These things tend to matter with people now. You know, they, they have to be special. It has to be special. Uh, but moving along from that, uh, this episode isn't going to be that long. I just had some things that I wanted to get out about. Um, so we, we tackled the what is your favorite food and why? How long did it take you to get to that answer? You know, developing a taste for something is great. You know, you have a food that you like, but calling it your favorite leads me to the fact of sometimes I feel like I haven't tried enough if I now say that I have a favorite food. You know, I'm all for competition. So if I say I have a favorite food today, and maybe I'll start doing that. Today my favorite food is blank. And then my challenge will be to go out and see if I can get something that beats my favorite food. And recently, me and my wife just followed suit with uh, one of my cousins at his house. They do a monthly menu. And on the monthly menu, they have different slots for different things. So on one of our slots that we just added to our menu was a try something new day. So something that we haven't had before. It doesn't have to be extreme. It just has to be something that we don't have in a normal rotation in our house. That way, we're always introducing something that could possibly top what we've had before. You know, what our favorite food is, is a rotating pedestal. We want to make sure that it knows that it's on notice. You're not always going to be there if I can help it. Okay, I want to explore. I like to travel. And right now, we're still in the whole coronavirus situation. We don't know how good travel is going to be. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to travel with my taste buds, I'm going to explore different tastes. And that goes back to the root of part of this show's beginning. I want you to be comfortable with exploring outside of the normal. Be okay with trying something you haven't had before and have the positive outlook when you go into it. Another one of those articles that I read today was based off the fact um, that most people go into trying a new food expecting it to be good or bad and that will influence the taste of the actual dish. Make sure that you stay with a neutral to positive attitude when you go into a new food. Don't assume that it's going to be nasty. You know, unless you're eating chitlins. People stop eating this stuff. But unless you're eating something that you've had before... And you know it was nasty. And you gave it a few tries. Again, back to episode two of trying new food. Give it a few tries. If it's okay, if it didn't kill you, you know, you weren't sick because of the actual food. If you don't have an allergy, that, that always comes into play too. But give it more tries than just one. Don't write it off because of one. Because just like that song that gets stuck in your head after you've heard it 50 times, food will grow on you. Food will grow on you. You'll learn to love it. And then it's not about how it got into your diet. It's not about how it got into your rotation. It's just that the fact that you love it now. And you can use that to implement healthier foods that you just refuse to cook into your diet. 
And I also thought earlier today about making an episode on diet. So stay tuned for that one. If any dietitians or nutritions, nutritionists are out there and want to be guests on that episode, please reach out to me um, on the contact page on yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Send me a message. I'd appreciate it. But implementing healthy foods into your daily meals and just sticking it in there will help you learn to love those things that you just refuse to eat sometimes. And again, that's what the podcast is about. A picky eater's podcast, but this is a guide to help you be more explorational, exploratory. I don't know what the exact word is right now. I wasn't an English major. I went to culinary school, people. But the point is, I'm here to help you reach outside your box without hurting yourself when you get out there. You know, it's... it's, It's fine. It's fine to try new things. Trying new things will help you become a better person. I don't know. I'm trying to be a motivational speaker right now. Just just try something new. That's all I'm saying. Favorite foods will kill you if you have the same one for too long. Be a little competitive. Have something that tries to beat it. But I appreciate you listening to my rant as we go along. And I'll go ahead and end it there. Thank you for sticking around for this episode, Favorite Foods. Uh, not sure what the next episode will be. Might be the pizza debate, might be something else, but, uh, stick around for that. The best place to listen to the show is now on yourfoodlooksfunny.com. So the latest episode will be on the homepage. All the rest are also on there. You can donate to the show to keep us going with the donate tab on yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Again, thank you guys for listening and I will see you on the next episode. All right.